the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to my Call now. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Dottie Herman, and you're listening to the only show on talk radio that is all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate which, of course, is just about everything, property, money, love, neighbors, you name it. It's a beautiful July weekend, and when I say beautiful, it's a little cloudy, but at least it's not raining today. Um, And we've got a delightful show for you today. My loyal co-host, real estate attorney Jerry Feeney, is on the show with me. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. And Jerry is always happy and willing to answer any questions you have about real estate. So please give us a call or him at 866-970-9622. I'm always happy. That's the I know you're always happy, Jerry. <laughs> well, somebody, I, I never said that. Also yes, with no, us I'm today, always happy. Yeah. No, he is. Also today, is we have with us our loyal mortgage expert, Ace Watatusa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting there. You're yeah. getting there. <laughs> yeah, last getting morning, closer. guys. Ace is the vice president of Citizens Bank, and he's terrific. He is uh, my protege. I looked high and low for someone. I couldn't find somebody better. He's the best in the industry, and uh, when you give him a call, you'll find out. And he'll also be happy to answer any questions you might have about getting a mortgage, problems you might face, the best ideas for refinancing, taking an equity loan, if you should buy a property that needs work, how you can incorporate that into a mortgage, and also the famous question, how much money do I really need to put down? And it might be less than you really think. We have a special guest today, um, the legendary real estate broker and Hamptons expert friend, Paul Brennan. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Dottie. And he's going to join us. Um, there was a story in The Real Deal for a report from the playgrounds of the rich and famous. And by the way, Paul is one of the few people, when you come into the Hamptons and everyone tells you they're from the Hamptons, very rarely are they. Uh, Paul was born here. His father had a farm here. And he's kind of watched, not kind of, he has watched how uh, the Hamptons has transformed into uh, the playground. And when they say the rich and famous, there are rich and famous, but there's also non-rich and famous, and there's also very affordable properties. They say passing a co-op board interview for a dog can be as tough as getting into Harvard, and that's not, I mean, for those of you who don't live in New York City, it probably sounds bizarre. 
bizarro. <laughs> no, it, is bizarre. Yeah. it is bizarre. Okay, but really a lot of the co-ops now are asking that your dog has an interview just to see if it's the right type of dog that would fit in with the building. Okay, and people are freaking out. Okay, at 11 o'clock, Dr. Mary Birch will be with us. Dr. Birch is a certified applied animal behaviorist and considered an international expert on the subject of therapy dogs. She's the author of Citizen Canine, among other books, and the program. And she is the director of the Canine Good Citizens Program for the American Kennel Club. And at 11 o'clock, she'll tell you how to get your dog past the co-op or condo board and how your dog can be a good neighbor. And if you're not moving into a co-op or a condo and you don't think you still have to worry about being a good neighbor with your dog, you still do. And, you know, I'm finding out that it's not only in New York. Um, across the country, they're getting a little bit more serious about dogs. So you will want to miss it. Um, and you'll find out what you have to do to get your dog into a co-op, how he can pass the test. And if you're not moving into co-op, you might find out some interesting information to help train your dog so he is a better neighbor. I would just rent somebody else's dog that's well-behaved and let them interview. and then bring That's a good in. idea, but then what yeah. happens when they... See that the say, dog is not the same. You say, you know what? Yeah, he he's had not a having a good. He had, yeah, he had a makeover. <laughs> he's not having a good day today. He had plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, like you know, I have. Uh, believe it or not, I have mastiffs, and I have the biggest mastiffs that you can imagine. There's all different breeds of mastiffs. There's Italian. There's uh, I don't know. I have the big ones, the German. They're like 250 pounds. They're, re- they're horses. They are is what gentle giants. They're a little scary to look at. But the bottom line is, if you want a dog that farts, that sheds, <laughs> that drools, okay, and that likes to be right next to you so that your clothes are full of hair. I dated someone okay, like that. Then you should get a Mastiff. So when my dog You're the ambassador getting, of the brand now. Don, my dog was really... getting fixed. No, listen. When my dog was getting fixed, I asked the vet, because they have like St. Bernard jowls. And the saliva they drool. kind of, they drool, yeah. but it flings. So you can oh, be like in a seaway. Oh, even more way. charming. Like you could yeah, be I'm sitting in my living room and the massive pass, and it flings and it hits you, okay? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> so listen, Jerry, that's why you, you don't just... come over so much, okay? I came over once and I was like, listen, I'll, I'll visit you in the city. I've never seen bigger dogs in my and life. Then I to run up the stairs so they don't go next to me because they get all hair. But anyhow, so I went to my plastic, I went to the, the vet, the dog was being fixed. And I said, can you do anything about the jowls? So they stitched up some of the jowls, no. a few little stitches. So they do still drool, but it's not to the same extent. So just a little tip if you have mastiffs. It's, it's That's good a few to know. stitches yeah. on the jowls. They make them a little smaller. And um, they drool still, but it doesn't fling. Okay, it doesn't sling while you're reading your dish. Okay, you know, so, you know what would have been, so you, you know, what would be funny is if somebody was interviewing for a co-op and they put that on the application. You know, they had little ten-pound dogs and they walked in with your two mastiffs. Now I often wonder what if I had one if I what do they have those dogs that you need for your like well-being? Yeah, those, service uh, therapy dogs. Okay, so yeah. what if I had a therapy dog and you and it was my mastiff and you can't discriminate against them they're allowed everywhere so you get mm. on a plane and next to you is a mastiff 
Can you? Yeah, I would. I would get off the plane. And they, they shut the door just as you're coming in. They shut the door, and you're stuck with Coco Anyhow, Chanel in your life. They really are sweet dogs, and they really are smart. But they have their their. They're beautiful. They're beautiful yeah. animals, but they have some issues. So you'll want to you'll want to stick around and hear Mary because she's got a lot of good information. Last week we left off. Um, it was the end of the show. I didn't have time to finish, so we're gonna start the show by talking about, you know, we had a panel of leading experts in real estate design, architecture, and investments, and they're going to tell you about what people are looking today in design, layouts, what kind of rooms. Um, so if you're building a house, you'll know what to put into it. And if you're redoing your house, you might want to get some great ideas um, for what is and what's hot and what, and what new homes and what people are looking for today. Okay, so that's coming up in the beginning of the show. If, you, if you're going to need to buy um, a home, you need to be a smart buyer. And I tell you, you need to be a smart financer. You need to be smart when you get your mortgage. The more information, information is power. The first thing that I noticed when I watched one of those real estate shows on TV is that people usually complain about all the wrong things. They say, oh, I don't like the color of the countertop. Well, that can be changed. Or the mantle of a fireplace, well, that can be removed. There are other things that smart buyers look out for, which are sometimes not so obvious. I'm going to tell you what smart buyers consider when buying a house. And when you're not talking about the size, and we're not talking about the size of a closet. Okay, so according to the Farmer's Almanac, and I can't believe it's July already, which gets me nervous because that means August is coming. And the summer is just too short. July is the month of the full buck moon. When a buck's antlers are fully grown, the farmer's almanac also tells us that today is the best day of the month to destroy pests and weeds, to prune, to discourage growth, and to cut hay. Well, hopefully most of you don't have hay. <laughs> All right? Um, why? You'll have to ask them. They predicted a year ago that the weather today would be morning thunderstorms with highs in the low 80s, and lows in the upper 60s. So are they right? Mm. Well, not really. <laughs> but what the heck? On this date, I always tell you what happens on this date. In 1929, the very first airport hotel opened in Oakland, California. The inn had 37 rooms, a restaurant, a good old-fashioned barber shop, an airline ticket office, Amelia Earhart was no stranger to Oakland Airport Inn, and she had stayed there many times. In 1932, U.S. President Herbert Hoover cuts own, his, he cut his own salary 15% to show solidarity with those suffering at the Great Depression. And I think that was a good thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a rough time, I guess. I guess I know my father was a Depression baby. I never heard the end of it. Um, I'm sure those of you who have parents that were depression babies never, mm -hmm. never heard the end That's of it. That's true. It really touched them, and it never, I don't think it ever leaves them. I, I think it never left them that time. In 1996, Prince Charles and my favorite Princess Diana signed divorce papers. Wow. And if you were born today, by the way, you're a cancer, which is a good sign for me in case you're interested. Born on July 15th, your personality is dominated by an empathetic intuition. You're, you're very intuitive and you're optimistic. Your tarot card is the Four of Cups. And by the way, I can, I have to brush up on it. 
I still need that little book because I haven't done them for a while, but I can do tarot cards, which appears when it's necessary to be weary of wishful thinking and stay grounded in reality. If you were born today, your imagination can easily lead to happiness, unhappiness, as you get lost in wishing and hoping for a different reality. And if you're today is your birthday, you share it with Adriana Huffington, the author and creator of the Huffington Post. She does a lot of meditation, which, by the way, I am trying and trying, but I keep on going and then I fail because you really have to be disciplined. But they say that if you can meditate, it really makes a difference. A lot of people swear by it. She's one of them. I've heard her speak about it. I'm not going to tell you how old she is. I don't think a woman should ever tell. It's in Wikipedia. Well, look it up in Wikipedia. Most people won't. I hate when they put age, the first word. Okay? I like what well, in Florida now I, wanna, now I want to know how old she is. I'm going to No, listen. Listen, I, I, I tell this story, and it's, I had an assistant, um, a secretary, and one of the assistants in one of the offices, and she had only been with the company for three weeks. And unfortunately, on, on um, New Year's Eve, she, she had a heart attack and died. So we were at the wake. Mm. And obviously, whatever age she told everybody on the thing, it tells you the day she's born and the day she died. So some of the sales agents said to me, my goodness, she lied. She was much older. She looked young. but she." So one of the salesmen made me promise that when she dies, I just put the greater or less than sign. And I think, <laughs> I, I kind of she think was that's older a good than 40. idea. So when I yeah. go, that's what I want, the greater or the less than sign. Fair enough. <laughs> That's my wish. Uh, oh, I didn't know she was that old. She looks good. Right, yeah, right. yeah. She's sixty-seven. Now I'm, I'm announcing it. It's on. It's on Wikipedia. It's not. A I single, know, but you shouldn't tell. I mean, well, it's too late not now. Not that you I shouldn't be proud of what age you are. Yeah. An email question for you, Ace. I let's see. I, it says I see advertisements all the time about paying off your mortgage in half the time. Is this real? Is this a real thing or a scam? What it boils down to is what do I have to do? Do I have to pay more money a month? Is it a good idea for someone who's retired? What are the mortgage interest deduction consequences? It's a good question. So, what's uh, your answer? It is not a myth. It is actually something that people um, quite do quite often. <clears throat> and there's actually something called a biweekly mortgage um, plan where people can actually pay, pay twice a month the same amount, and it'll reduce your um, term by seven years. So how that works, Dottie, is that um, I guess traditionally what happens when you take out a mortgage is that 80% goes towards interest and 20% goes towards, towards principal. When you, when you do the biweekly program, it's actually 50% towards interest and then 50% is applied towards your principal. So you, in essence, you're actually paying off the loan quicker. So. Okay, let me ask you something, because I had done this. When I bought my house in Southampton, I, uh, I was like, oh, I would like to pay this off by the time I'm 50. So what I did is anytime I had extra money, whatever, it could be $50, it could be $70, there was no set, I had no set for And sometimes I didn't have any extra money, so I didn't do anything. But I gave them extra money whenever I had. Now, that didn't reduce the time, I don't think. But you could do that if you wanted to, couldn't you? You can. So if you wanted to put additional principal, and you, and you have to tell the bank that this is towards um, your principal, not your payment, um, it'll re it will reduce the time, Dottie. So um, a good rule of thumb is 
you know, it's it's good to put in whenever you can, but if you want to put just one extra payment towards your principal, so let's say your payment is 2000 a month. Yes. At, at the end of the year, if you want to put an additional $2,000 payment towards principal, that philosophy should reduce your term by a lot of years. And it, it's usually around five to seven years that you reduce your term by. And yeah, the bank doesn't care? it's a care. big thing. But let me say this. For those the bank of you does not who, care. Um, but for those of you who don't have the discipline to save that money at the end of the year, mm-hmm. if you if you can do that, great. But if you can't, yeah, know that you can put whatever extra you want, you know, e- even if it's $20, and just know this is to go towards my principal. And, and make sure when you're taking out a mortgage now, it's not as relevant but because most banks do not have a prepayment penalty. But to Stephen's question before, the banks will not care as long as on your disclosures it states that there's no prepayment penalty. What that means is if you have additional money you want to put it towards principal, the bank will not you know, give you a fee or give you a penalty for, for doing so. Now, I'm sure I'm not telling you nothing that you don't know, but seller optimism reaches a record high. Consumer sentiments about the housing market zoomed to a record high in June, with seller optimism making most of the uptick, of course, because there's no inventory. So I would say it's turned into a, in many areas or many price ranges, let's put it that way, a buyer's, a seller's market. The number of consumers who say now is a good time to sell have reached a record high in June, also rising 7 percentage points. Researchers note that a strong seller's market is emerging as the margin of those who expressed optimism in selling grew wide, and they're putting their houses on the market, and hopefully we'll get some more inventory. Um, they did some. They, did, they, they had some polls of Fannie Mae, and here's what they found out. 30% net share of consumers say it's a good time to buy a home, and three percentage points, it increased three percentage points from May and three from June. 39% say it's a good time to sell, and that's also increased. 46% of the people, and this is nationally, it's not just the Northeast, say that home prices will rise at about 6%. And I think that's fair to say. I mean, some will rise a little more. I think most will rise about that, though. 66 of the net share of those say they are not concerned about losing their jobs, so they feel good about the job market. It could be even better. Um, and um, But most people are not. And, and if you go back to when we had a, a kind of a weaker market, people were afraid they were going to lose their jobs even if they had a job. So people are pretty confident about the job market. And 17% of Americans say that their household income is significantly higher than it was 12 months. So that's all good news, and that makes it all good for buying. And by the way, the millennials millennials want to buy. Interest rates, and again, uh, ACE, we're looking at that... uh, the interest rates on a 30-year, it's actually 4%, uh, so 4%. really low right now. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a steal. It's a bargain, Dottie. So let me ask you something. I know we're taking a break, but if if you have cash, maybe you're, you know it's almost like getting free money. So some people who have cash are taking out mortgages anyway because the money is so cheap. A lot of people are doing that, Dottie. So. But it really is a good time to buy, especially with interest rates you don't make. What's the rule of thumb of interest rates? How much difference does a point make? Do you know? A point usually, um, it's about 11% off of the um, sale price. So. Yeah. 
And credit scores are good. Everyone's credit's getting back into shape. They're higher than they've been for a long time. So that's all really good news. We'll be right back. I think we have to take a quick break. He spent 24 years with the FBI as a hostage negotiator and terrorist specialist. Are there ways to negotiate with terrorists? This weekend on Champions of Justice, Tom Tarardi gets the answers from Christopher Voss, a sought-after expert on negotiation, political, and business. The principles are the same. And what did we know before 9-11? Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I've been telling you about Relief Factor for about six months now. I've been using Relief Factor for a lot longer than that. Just like you, I've heard about Relief Factor on the radio, and I simply had to try it because I had hip and knee pain that wasn't going away. Well, it worked for me in about two and a half weeks, so I asked them if I could endorse the product. That's a true story. Now I'm hearing from listeners everywhere, like Tim from Pennsylvania, who wrote, Pain I had lived with for three to four years has completely disappeared. After two months of Relief Factor, it has totally vanished. I'll be 72 in March, and I feel at least 10 years younger. It's great to be pain-free again. It sure is. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee pain, general muscle aches and pain, do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com, order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. Try it for three weeks, $19.95, relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call toll-free, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller, guaranteed. Viviscal is the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the U.S., with one box being sold every minute globally. It's clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And now a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area risk-free plus free shipping. Call 800-330-6865. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within. You'll love your hair growth results guaranteed. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by top doctors. Here's Dr. John Laura. As a dermatologist, I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. Want to try Viviscal? Every listener that calls now gets a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call now, 800-330-6865, 800-330-6865. That's 800-330-6865. The world's silver supply is vanishing at an alarming rate. 90% of the silver available at the turn of the century is already gone. Silver is an essential component in nearly every industry and is of strategic importance to every country on Earth. At American Bullion, we see a tremendous opportunity in owning silver today. Experts are calling it the next silver super cycle, projecting the price to double or more from its recent lows. During the last silver super cycle, prices increased by 500%. Plus, silver comes with built-in protection against a stock market crash, global uncertainty, and currency devaluation. So it's a great choice as part of your retirement account. Any IRA or old 401k can be easily converted into an IRA that holds physical silver. The entire process is quick, simple, and secure because American Bullion specializes in converting existing Existing retirement accounts into silver, and it's 100% tax-free. Call 800-445-4546 now to receive our free silver investment kit. 800-445-4546. That's 800-445-4546. AM 970, The Answer. Doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search 
AM 970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Hi, this is Michael Riedel of the New York Post. Now, don't miss my show every Saturday morning at 9 on the town. It's brought to you by Hello, Dolly, winner of four Tony Awards, including Best Revival of a Musical and Best Actress in a Musical, the great Bette Midler. Tickets at HelloDollyOnBroadway.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and remember, any of your calls, for any of us, 866-970-9622. Be sure to call us. I get lonely when you don't call. Um, if your credit, okay, score, you're going to get a credit. A lot of people will, not everyone, but a lot of people may get a credit score boost. The three largest credit reporting agencies will begin cleaning up credit reports in July and uh, beginning July 1st, which already occurred, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion would automatically exclude tax liens and civil judgment records from credit reports. So if you have them on your credit reports, they're going to eliminate them. If they are missing a person's name, address, social security number, or date of birth, Claims that do contain this key information, however, will remain on credit reports. Okay, so it has to be missing the, that information. And borrowers um, who have a credit score of 570, uh, that, which is what you need, with a, you need that, uh, may receive a 10-point uptick, and you need 580 to, to qualify for FHA, and you might, you know, they're going to try to be a little bit more lenient. So if you're at 570, 565, call a base, and um, it looks like we could, they can boost you up to 580, which will get you an FHA mortgage. So that's all good news. I thought I would um, share some information with you. Uh, I got this data. Of course, uh, this was uh, from 2016, but it just came in last week. I guess it takes them a year to put it all together. Um, here are the four big takeaways for anyone in the business. One, I don't know if you could guess this, America is old. I read, ironically, <laughs> the most important demographic trend in the internal um, is that the United States, full to the brim, though is a new tech and youth worshiping advertising, is the increasing prevalence, okay, of importance of older adults. And why, do I, why is that important? to know the demographics. Because whether you're selling products, whether you're selling houses, whether you're selling widgets, whether maybe anti-age things are very big now, know that that older population is huge and they're living longer and they have money. To state the obvious, more old folks around is a very good thing, it's a plus. For one, it means our overall health is improving. For another, it means a more stable, consistent, oriented marketplace that uh, has a combination of that, that, that buy of baby boomers, um, millennials, and Generation Y types. Older boomers, by the way, are taking over the housing market. The fact that every one of the 100 major metro areas in the United States saw an increase in the population of adults 65 years of age or older, representing growth from 14 to 15 percent uh, are buying. And they're buying nice houses. It's not that they want a little log cabin uh, to uh, retire in. Uh, 
Um, again, the second thing, American is multiracial. Nationwide all population growth between 2015 and now has been 50.7 Hispanic, 23 and change Asian, 15.8% black, and 8.6 people identifying as two or more of those races, and a whopping 0.2% Caucasian. <laughs> so we are definitely, I think already there, a multiracial country. Importantly, white populations aren't declining either. Americans just made up everybody. It's made up of everything and everyone, and I think that's really great mm -hmm. because that keeps everything diversified. It's good. It's interesting. Trends. Trends stay trending. For all the historic, on the rhetoric on both sides of the political spectrum, the demographic change showed in the census tract that trends clocked since the faraway days of the year 2000 that they haven't really changed much. Uh, immigration has not spiked, nor have demographics undergone substantial change nationwide. Cities are changing, though. Trends may be consistent nationwide, but they're always out, out, outside things that are not following. But notably, the most recent census of America's 100 biggest metro areas are minority population taking as a whole larger than the Caucasian one. And that's the same as 215, but representative of substantial chain over time. And people are gravitating towards cities. And if you live in the burbs, the millennials are trying to make the burbs more like cities, where there's things around and they can walk to it or bike to it. So that's the news with cities. I have to tell you, I think I told you about the Canadian house uh, last week. Well, this house... Um, a piece, okay, this house straddles two countries, okay? <laughs> it's a nine-bedroom, five-bathroom home, and it was built in the 1800s. And as a place, I thought this is interesting, a place to ease commerce between both countries, CBS reported it lists for 109000 so it's not expensive in the U.S. currency. The home is subject, though, to property taxes in both U.S. and Canada, so that's the downside. Um, the ideal new homeowner will have dual citizenship. So if you move into this house, you automatically have dual citizenship. And a warning for potential buyers. One door is the in the residence has to stay bolted at all times. If you step out that door, you're in Canada. Um, and if you step out the other door, you're in America. So I thought that was – and both patrol officers for both nations are stationed across the street from the property. So certainly you can't do anything <laughs> wrong. I thought that was like an interesting <laughs> – mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. And you know something? The Jurist Organization created an app and back in 2010 called Spireworks. I don't know. Did you ever this hear of Spireworks? Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. Ace, did you ever hear of Spireworks? Spireworks? I never Spireworks? Now that enables users Spire. to... Yes, Spireworks. That enables users to change the color of two of its skyscrapers at night. Um... But its concern is that the usage is getting out of hand. The app, if you have the app, uh, it allows users to choose from a palette of colors on their phone and watch the spires uh, stop at four Times Square and one Bryant Park change colors. It's free, but by invitation only. <laughs> Over the years, the number of users has grown to 10,000. Uh, that's reported by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, but the Journal reported that the app was being used increasingly by young men Trying to impress women, like, look what I can do. I can mm -hmm. change the color of a building. 
So brokers That's kind of impressive. And brokers have successfully used it to show, you know, to sell an apartment because, you know, that's kind of a neat feature. Uh, at the 2015 launch party in Tribeca, uh, the sales had impressed attendees by changing the tower's colors. And so I just thought if you want to look up the app, I think they're going to open it up. Bef you know, right yeah, now amazing. it's invite-only, but I think they're going to change that. So that's all really uh -huh. interesting information. There's a guy selling pot next door going smoke well. some blood. <laughs> <laughs> I've been smoking too much. That building's changing color in front right, of my eyes. Right, right, So now I told you that last week we started at the end of the show. I didn't have much time. Uh, we had like actually three minutes to start it. So I talked about uh, a panel of leading experts in real estate design, architecture, and investments. And they put together what home buyers want today in a home. And by the way, if you have anything to add to that or you differ with that, please call us at 866-970-9622. So first of all, in design and layout. In many markets, excess has given away to practicality. People want the things they really need versus bells and whistles. Now, I don't say they don't like bells and whistles, but they really want to have what they need first. Not surprisingly, I think we all know by now, open floor plans centered around a great room and a, and a kitchen. So that's where the kitchen is connected to a great room. Um, that, and it's all open. Um, the formal living room really is not what it was. And a lot of times people will knock down a wall or make a half a wall so that if you don't have the room for a great room, you can kind of open it up a little so that people feel an open feeling and people like to entertain that way. I mean, at one time, everything was very formal and rooms were kind of closed off. People like flow today. Uh, they like flexibility. I think we all should like flexibility. Formal living rooms and dining rooms have given way to spaces that convert. You know, you can use it as a formal dining room. You can convert it into a home office when you don't need it as a formal dining room. Um, a second bedroom or whatever purpose suits the moment in a family's life. So flexibility is important. And I know I took one of my bedrooms and I kind of opened up my living room and I opened it all up. The elimination of formal rooms is making space for increasing growth of multi-generational living. And that's very important. I think we're taking another break. They always break me in the middle of a sentence. So um, I'm going to continue that. But there's multi, a lot of people are still living with families together or they're taking in parents that might be older. Um, I'm going to continue that, 866-970-9622, right, right after the break. You are about to hear from Dr. Douglas Howard. After 20 years and tens of thousands of success stories, Balance of Nature is still the only pure whole food supplement available. Balance of Nature has served more than a half a billion servings of fruits and vegetables. Don't accept imitations, copies, or substitutions. Our success stories are unique to Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. You'll know you have the real thing when you open the bottles and see, smell, and taste real produce. It is worth every penny I pay because they really have made such a difference in my life. It is making me feel a whole lot better. Even my doctor thought it was a good product. 
take Dr. Howard's health challenge and find out how to get two free sets of fruits and veggies. We'll even ship them to you for free. Call now for details. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code THEANSWER. The key to success? Keep it simple, especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. This is Greg Floyd, the president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg speaks with Sal Albanese, former city council member and 2017 New York mayoral candidate. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday night at 9 on AM 970, The Answer. Joe Piscopo here. My good friend, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, loves AM970 The Answer. Listeners, he is making an incredible offer exclusively for you listening, up to 50% off on everything on the MyPillow website. This offer includes Mike's four-pack special, premium pillows, luxury Giza sheets, mattress toppers, roll-and-go pillows, even pet beds. You will not see or hear this offer anywhere else. So if you're looking for a great gift for graduates, newly married couples, a new pet, or you just want to give someone the gift of a good night's sleep, call MyPillow, 800-651-0798. Make sure you use the promo code AM970. You'll get up to 50% off on every item from MyPillow. Plus, there's a 60-day money-back guarantee and free shipping for orders over 100 bucks 800-651-0798 promo code am970 or go to mypillow.com please be sure to use the promo code am970 800-651-0798 mypillow promo code am970 before girls night out my eczema flared up Ugh, i felt like canceling but then i tried cortisone 10 eczema relief It's specially formulated for eczema and has 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine for fast, lasting itch relief. It quickly stopped the itch and soothed my red, dry, flaky skin. With Cortisone 10 Eczema Relief, I was ready for girls' night out, and it was the best one ever. Cortisone 10 Eczema Relief. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh... Well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um... Well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. (laughs) Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, 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 866-970-962. I was talking about what's important um, to home buyers today. And I guess formal rooms are kind of the elim- they're eliminating very formal rooms. Everything is open. It's easy. Uh, 10-foot ceilings helps, you know, if you have high ceilings, it always makes it look bigger, so that's still in. 
By the way, um, this is not new. A lot of people like a first floor master suite because as a homeowner ages and they want to stay put, sometimes they don't want to do the stairs. So it's nice if you have a, a, be a, a bedroom on the And of course, people love light. So try to do anything you can to keep light now. And don't put heavy, heavy drapes. Kitchens, which continue to be the social center of the home. Large kitchen islands serve a multiple of roles. You know, you can use them to work on. You can have stools and sit around them. Breakfast rooms are good. Now, they say open shelving. I'm not an advocate of open shelving, only because if you're going to do that, you have to have every single thing in absolute order and sense, you know, you can't. Otherwise, it makes your room look messy. So even though it's in, I'm not an advocate of that. Uh, stainless steel appliances are still in. They're must-have. Uh, the baths, whirlpool tubs have fallen out of favor. Roomy custom showers with a bench that you can sit on and all those fancy gadgets that give you different water sprays are in. Humidity-controlled exhaust fans are big, okay, but I don't know if that's a must-have. Floating vanities, which are, are nice. They're open, and they look beautiful, but when you get one, which I chose not to, because I, where am I putting my stuff? So make sure you look at practicality also because if the floating uh, vanities are beautiful, but then you have to have a place to put all your stuff. Uh, Stephen was just saying that he has it, a hands-free electronic faucet. And that's a cleaner way to wash up. And if you have stuff in your arms, and it's not much more money than a regular faucet, you don't really have to turn on the water. You can just hit it. Touch it. Touch it. Wireless capability throughout the house. Lots of outlets. Some of the older houses don't have a lot of outlets. Everyone has widgets and gadgets. So first and second floor laundry rooms, if you can do it. Uh, and a lot of times now, if you're doing um, if you're doing doors, if you're doing sliding glass doors, you can get the ones that fold in. And a lot of times people are incorporating inside space with outside space. So I just did that in my house. I took my my sliding glass doors and I put new sliding glass doors that actually fold in to the walls. Accordion. So that, yeah, it's like an accordion. And so when you're entertaining, if you your outside and inside become one and they have to flow. The only thing I'm not sure because I haven't finished it yet is bugs. I'm not sure how that works, <laughs> if they can come in or not. So. Those are all docking stations. I mean, all those gadgets, walkable neighborhoods. And, of course, if you want to really pep up your house, put some trees on. Trees can add thousands of dollars to values of home. You don't realize the importance of trees and landscaping. So um, that's the story. I mean, those things are very big today. And uh, if you have an older house, what a lot of people are doing is they're knocking down some walls to make it more open. So they're combining two rooms or maybe a half a, half a wall. Um, so that works. Paul, I don't know if we're going to have time, but we're going to try. You are the guru of the Hamptons. And the Real Deal just had an article. What was their article about on the Real Deal? Oh, they're basically saying the market, uh, how the market is faring for the, for the past year. I was looking at it myself. It, it's interesting to think anything over 20, um, anything over 10 million uh, for the past year. But interestingly enough, 
uh, out of the 10 sales, eight of them took place in 2016. Two took place in 2017. Now, eight of them took place over 20 million. And again, most of us aren't buying $20 million houses. But what does that say to you? I mean, does that... Well, it's, it's, yeah, the interesting thing is we find, at least I find in the, in the higher end of the market out here, that it has stopped um, or paused. I always like to say I like to pause. The market out here always goes in this direction. It's, it shoots up for a bit on a vertical trend and then slows down um, for a year or so and then all of a sudden takes off. Just when we think what's the most What's the most popular price range in the Hamptons, do you think? Probably between one and five million. Okay, but if you could find anything under that, and by the way, you can. You can get condos. Yeah, I'm things. just selling one for seven hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. So to tell you the truth, if you have the extra money and you can get something, to me, all you need is a place to hang your hat. Uh, it really beats going on vacation because you could use it all year. I mean, people come out all year. So what else have you figured out? Well, I think we're in the. Uh, I, I don't want to be gloom and doom, but I think we're in the age of the three Ds. What are the what three Ds? Debt, divorce, and debt. Debt, divorce, <laughs> and debt. I thought you were going They oftentimes go hand in hand. Debt, divorce, and debt. Right. Death, divorce, and debt. Okay. Those are, so, the things, those are the things that are selling. So if you have a divorce, people are getting divorced. Right. Yes, it's way over 50%. So those people generally sell their houses, uh, and everyone wants a good deal. So they go, oh, find me. I mean, every day I get someone who calls me, whether it's, it doesn't have to necessarily be the Hamptons. It could be anywhere. Dottie, here's what I want. I want a house that's worth a lot more, that they're desperate to sell it. Okay? So does that happen? Yes. It's happening now. It's happening now. Yeah. Every, every day there's uh, more and more emails of price reductions. Um, but it, this is – I don't want to – again, it's not gloom and doom. This happens. This cycles around. Um, you know, being here for 38 years, I've seen this happen about three or four times. Well, let's put it this way. They're not, you're not going to steal it in a foreclosure sale, but you, you can get a good price if you know the market and if you look. A lot of people say, just get me a good deal. Well, you have to, you have to spend some time in looking. But there are deals where – you can buy something that's cheaper than the price prices that it were around it. But my rule of thumb, find a property, find something that's less than the properties around it, and, it, and you have a home run. Yeah. Would you agree with that? What, so so when you were saying we're, we're the reverse trend of the, uh, of the rest of America at the moment, we're more of, an, of a buyer's market at the moment. It's a good time for buyers. Well, when I say buyer's market, it's not really all over. A lot of it's in the right, like if you had to say, find things under a million dollars in the Hamptons or find things under a million dollars in the city, you can find them, but there's not a ton of inventory. It really, we're talking about the very high end. Okay, I think in, in many of the other price categories, it's tight. Yeah, it is tight. Okay. So what was the real deal insinuating? Well, they just had a, of course, a, 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 the various array of brokers all talking about how good things were, um, <laughs> which is what they have a tendency to do. But generally speaking, it's not as good as they, they think it is. Okay, but, but let's clarify that because I think people could take that out of context. <coughs> it's not at its peak. 
okay? Probably the Hamptons was peak a couple of years back. Because most of the people that bought very expensive homes did it before everybody else came back to the market. I mean, people that were astute said, hey, you know, so they bought it when the market was down. If people are getting divorced and there's always circumstances like that, I don't want to say you're going to steal it because when people think they steal things, you're going to get a good price. The Hamptons has held up. And what do you think the future of the Hamptons is? Oh, I think it's, I think it's great. I think this is exactly what we need. When things were spinning out of control, there was no rationale as to what, what prices were or what things were going for. Now things are beginning to make a little sense. I see people uh, all over lowering prices. Yes. Uh, uh, this is very, very common, more common than I've noticed before. Is it because they're just starting too high, or is it because the buyers well, are? Well, that's a good question, Stephen, and I think it's a combination of things. I think if you really want to sell your house, you kind of have to look at your competition. And um, we don't. I don't tell my customers what to do. I might make recommendations. I look at what's around for that price range, and I think if you start a little under that, you're going to end up getting more. That's right. Okay, but people say, well, yeah, but if I don't start it here, what if I could have gotten that? So, you know, it's the kind of I tell people, take a yellow pad of paper and tell me how quickly you want to be out of here. Uh, I think it is second home markets, I think, are going to continue across the country to be on the rise. Why do I say that? Because baby boomers are aging, and even people that are in their 40s, the world is kind of an unsafe place. People are leery about traveling. Uh, so they want a place where their families can can get together and unite. And a lot of baby boomers want their grandchildren to be able to come. So across the country, I think second homes are big. And I think the Hamptons is no different. I think if you want to really buy something, you should start to look. You can go on the computer. You can go on the element page. You can see what prices are, okay, and get a feel for things. The best buyer for me is an educated buyer. You're I think right. I think Dottie and, and Paul, uh, you could weigh in. You know, I think a lot of people have this perception that the Hamptons, if you want to buy something as a second home, it's three million and above. But they do. But for me, you know, I, I'm actually starting to look, and the Hamptons is so big. There's east, there's west, there's north, and then there's south with Sag Harbor, right? But I was actually looking at East Hampton, and Dottie, I think I texted you too. You know, how is Northwest? Um, I guess. And what did I say? And you said it was great, Northwest Woods. That's and where I first started to look. I saw so many $1.2 million homes that were beautiful, Paul. So, I mean, right. it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, the price points are good, it's not too high. And, and look I, at Hampton Bay. Yeah. I'm telling you, that is up and coming. It's on fire, Hampton it's Bay. It's on, on fire. fire. Right? I told you last year, if you want to make a good investment, that's going to be. Okay, and then don't forget the North Fork. Yep. If you want a little quieter life uh, and you want vineyards and romantic uh, places to have a, a little glass of wine in and less congestion, the North Fork is another place. We don't talk about it. I think I should have a, a few minutes on it one day, we, you know, a little about the North Fork because we really generally always say the South Fork, which is the Hamptons, but the North Fork really is a wonderful place, and some people will only buy there, and if you're a boater, for sure, that's a great place. I have a question about pricing, just to go back to something, Dottie, because, I, I mean, I'm a real estate professional as well, but I don't understand. People need to negotiate, right? A buyer, you don't if, – if somebody said to you, look, this is rock-bottom price, this is way below what everybody else is, you, you're still going to get them to negotiate? No, listen, I've been in the business enough years to know everyone's different, Okay. 
So you could have a buyer, a seller that adds some breathing room into, you know, some room to negotiate. And then you can have sellers that say, hey, listen, I'm pricing my house under or right at the, at the price, and I'm not going to negotiate. So you really have to, you have to look at the house. You have to look at the value. You have to look at what, how important is that house to you? Okay. But, you know, and then there are certain cultures that if they don't negotiate, they can't do business. So you have to understand certain uh, cultures yeah. negotiating is part of what they do. So what do you, True. you know, wouldn't you say everything is different? I mean. Well, yes, it is. It's different on a case-by-case basis. But I think when you're, the, the real question is when you're going, you have to establish what type of market is it is currently when you're going to uh, value your house on the market. That's, yeah, that's and you don't want to put your house so far above that you say, oh, gee, the person's going to think they got a great deal. I'll take all this off because then you might price it right out of the market. We've um, seen, Dottie, one of the things that you mentioned, that now is a good time to put your house a little under market value because you get many, many more people then right. trying to buy it and, and it bumps the price right. up on its and own. And when there's a lot of people looking because it's a little under Usually, I can't guarantee it, but usually what happens, a lot, of, a lot of activity because people know the market. They say, oh, this is a good price. It's, it many times bumps the price up. Yep. So, oh, but there's no one-size-fits-all. I think you should talk to your broker. I think you want to look at how you want to sell it. But I just told somebody the other day, could you squeeze out another 100000 if you – and meanwhile, you made a million already. If you kept it on the market, maybe. But don't you just – Take it. You made enough money and move on with your life. And it really depends. So, you know, and people who are outrageous with their price, is it possible somebody will buy it? Anything's possible. I tell them, give me the five-year plan. Okay? And then your place looks tired. I so, love your five-year plan. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll see so, you in five years. I'll see you in five years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are going to have um, at the 11 o'clock hour, and I'd love you to add – but I really do think the future of second homes across the country is big. I think people are staying closer to home, and the generations want their families around. And as I said once before, many times before, it's not like the baby boomers, their parents, with baby boomers would visit their parents even if they had a one-bedroom apartment. The kids today want their parents to be in a place where they can spread out. We're going to come back. And we're going to talk about, is your dog a good neighbor? And we're going to have the expert on how to pass a condo board. Okay. Uh, Mary R. Birch. Uh, she's an, anim an, uh, an animal behaviorist, and you are not going to want to miss her. Okay. Whether you have dogs or you don't, it's a very interesting topic. And you want your dog to pass the board, don't you? We'll Thank be right you, back. 866-970-9622. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.